welcome to the Mindfulness at IBM podcast, Lele here uh, with Pat. And, uh, you know, another week is passing. I hope that um, you are uh, comfortable with uh, having established a daily practice, right? Uh, many are experienced, but maybe maybe just started last week, right? So always good luck to, you know, bring this into your habit, right? It's like you go uh, maybe 15 or 20 or 30 minutes uh, every day or every now and then during the week to run or to do some yoga or exercise, do the same for your mind. That's a good thing of mindfulness. Um, and then uh, thinking about the purpose of this podcast, right? So we do this podcast to connect our mindfulness at IBM community, right? To make sure that the information about this community, about mindfulness goes around uh, the world so that we are sharing you know, our activities and anything else. So please, um, in case you, your practice group or in case uh, you are organizing something in your local area, please share it with us or share with us a guest that we can invite to bring to the podcast or to share with the rest of the world. Um, said that, uh, Pat, any news from your side? Hey, Lele, everyone listening. News from my side, I think I just want to build on what you're saying, Lele, the importance of just integrating this into your life. And while most of us are not exercising or, or running 30 minutes or one hour every single day, there are benefits to exercising or running a few days per week. And I think what's important to consider if, if you're a practitioner, if you're new to this, to start incorporating more of the informal practices. So just taking time to pause, taking time to refocus, taking care of your well-being, seeing if you can uh, just unitask, focusing on one thing at a time. If I'm eating, then I'll just be eating. If I'm brushing my teeth, I'll just be brushing my teeth. And especially just noticing journaling or reflecting upon when the emotions are spiking, when the stress levels are a bit high, when the anxiety is high, the anger, and, and other moments to really just come back to the body and, and notice what's going on here. So formal practice, yes, but the I think the magic really begins to happen in the informal practice as well. So thanks. Lele, who is our lovely guest today? Uh, Pat, today um, we have uh, a travel to, to Spain, right? We meet we, we with Estela, uh, um, you know, a, a student of mindfulness, as every one of us, um, that uh, we had the pleasure to, to meet along our journey and that uh, she's taking also through her own mindful journey, right? Uh, so welcome, Estela, to, to our uh, Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Thank you for being here. Thanks to you for making it happening and for inviting me, of course. Thank you. I don't have the um, the opportunity to meet a lot of IBMers around the world, um, but when I do, it's o it's always a great experience. And Leila, I know we've met in person a few times, but I actually got to spend uh, a week with Estela in Madrid, uh, leading mindfulness uh, sessions for for our sellers. Estela, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and ye, how you got into mindfulness and we'll start with that yeah happy happy to share that mm -hmm. my journey started when i was um 
I was taken by IBM to be transferred from Spain to the UK. Mm -hmm. And I was 26 and it was, let's say, a, a huge change in my life. So at that point in time, I didn't start meditating, but something inside me changed a lot. <laughs> and I started writing. I started um, practicing meditation without knowing, really, because I was putting all my thoughts, all the things that was coming into my mind without just, just, without judging, I was going to say, but many other times judging those thoughts, but just letting them be and writing them down. And that's how my process started. Then mm -hmm. later on, I came back to Spain and I started my, my first meditation retreat after eight years without having vacation. And that was the breakthrough moment. And is where I started off my, the process to become a mindfulness teacher, integrating my practice, which I can say that it took me a long time because I was rejecting all the time to sit down and look at my thoughts and look at my body and feel it. Mm -hmm. and all that so yes that's that's it <laughs> eight years without vacation and then a, a whole week retreat and then a, a snowball into into mindfulness you've written a book this year correct can you tell us a little bit about the book is is in spanish is called in english it would be called the mindful response mm -hmm. and and the mindful response came in this process of how can I be of serve, service, how can I serve? And, and really meditating, it was clear, like the mindful response and how can we lead to become, to, to become responsible leaders, not only leaders, but those leaders that are responsible to look inside inside us who we are how are we feeling how i am who i am and then look outside and say how can i be of service how can i support my family my community the society mm. take sustainable decisions and and i thought that was what i needed to to share um, so it's a seven week program what I'm sharing really in, in the mindful response, seven week activities where I combine mindfulness practices, the, the MBSR practices plus others mm -hmm. that I have created myself, let's say, and then mindful journaling, because journaling it was so important for me, like mm -hmm. writing, writing, let it be. Well, we, we spoke about the journaling as well in another of our uh, episodes, right? But but one thing I, I wanted to know, and um, is you know we we do know there are several uh, trainings and courses, right? And also mentioned in your book, you, know, you talk about seven weeks. But why why is always uh, taking some weeks, right? So why why is not like okay, mindfulness course, here it go. You <laughs> read the book and it's now. Why why do we always bring it? In time, we talk about weeks, five, eight, ten, and so on, right? 
and repeat, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's the, the other key. It's not that we have it in seven weeks even, right? This is gonna last forever. Mm -hmm. So it, it it's always seven weeks, eight weeks, uh, and more and more. Because integrating the practice, and I can say integrating the practice requires, um, I was going to say effort, but it's not effort, mm. it's persistence, it's being present, it's integrating what it means being present. And, and that requires time. It, the mind has been working in a, in a way during a long period. And now we are teaching our mind to to work the brain to work differently right so it requires time it's not magic that's the the sadness the good things about mindfulness is that we can explain quickly what means mindfulness the bad part is that applying mindfulness it requires every day to be there and it's not that quick or maybe yes mm. <laughs> or probably that's one of the main uh, also uh, the other side of the medal, why uh, several people, at least in my experience I met, don't really grasp the importance of it, right? It's because it seems too simple. It seems like, you know, you just need to observe my breath and that's it, right? So, okay, what's the point, right? I can just do other stuff, right? Why should I just, I mean, it doesn't do anything to me, right? And that's the hard part to explain, I think, at least, or I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, no, I totally, I totally agree. And actually, that's where we learn. When we see that just, I, I see, right? I see that just mm -hmm. looking, paying attention to my breath, I see that I'm boring, that I'm bored, that I don't, I want to escape it. I can see if those patterns happen in other places of my life. So with just a simple action or not action even is just as uh, being aware of something easy to explain i can learn so much about me and actually because i know that nobody not maybe all the people can do what i did right mm -hmm. taking a retreat five days and then i've been taking several retreats during my life that had helped me a lot to to keep my practice. I think those retreats are key, key mm -hmm. silent retreats. Those that are hearing us, listening to us, please, if you can, go. And if you feel it's your momentum as well, go to a 10 days retreat, in silent retreat, mm -hmm. or whoever that is prepared to sustain the space for you to be with yourself. Mm -hmm. which is a lot <laughs> so you need to decide with whom um, and then you need to be prepared yourself to be open to whatever it happens there right but it's a great great thing to do whenever it's possible and if you cannot do it in the book i suggest to use um i call it active retreat <laughs> and that active retreat means taking your normal life for mm -hmm. people outside your life, outside your life, you are going to be doing the same things that you always do. And then changing some patterns inside, in your home, in when you eat, the disconnecting from devices, uh, connecting with devices, but with purpose, 
thinking which is the intention to connect with this device and taking small actions that are going to allow to live a normal life, but a more mindful life. It's an active mm -hmm. retreat for me. It, it, I think it's an important, it's it, a the, way to live. Uh, but it's like what many life. call digital detox or something of the kind. It's not only that, it's also thinking, it's also taking actions on what type of food I'm eating. Uh -huh. Like many people doesn't know that I'm not eating meat mm -hmm. or that I eat meat occasionally, very occasionally. Uh, seen like two years ago mm -hmm. when my little one was born and I have seen I have experienced myself the change when I eat meat when I mm -hmm. don't eat meat when I eat caffeine when I don't when I drink caffeine when not mm -hmm. so in the in, in that retreat I also suggest some things for eating and not only the, the digital part, but also writing and collaborating with others in a different way. That's why I'm saying it's, it's active. <laughs> because it's the normal life. But it's a different view. Yes. Uh, I like that. I like that approach of just... Because we often think that mindfulness is a passive thing, but this is actually active. And if you're, and going back to what, what you two were saying about six weeks, eight weeks, I think that amount of time gives you enough time to experience the practices in all sorts of different situations. The moon changes, the weather changes, the things in the life happen, and you could observe, like, so like you're saying, your breath in the morning, at night, if I'm pissed, if I'm happy, if the sun is shining, if mm. the sun is shining, if I'm working on a cool thing and not a cool thing. And, and there you really get to learn, like you're saying, the patterns, learn how you work and, and, and have a little bit of space to then better respond. So my question, Estella, is what are some of these benefits that you, you have seen from taking this active retreat that I'm, I'm sure you're still on right now <laughs> and you're going to be on for the rest of your life. The benefit. I think I have changed without knowing. Without knowing. Um, that's why I like to talk about responsible leadership by practicing mindfulness. Because I think without knowing, I start paying attention to what I'm buying. What is the impact of the things that I'm buying? Uh, what I'm consuming, TV or not TV, and what things in my device. So, and not only that, I think that's the outside view, but inside me. I'm pretty sure that I'm married today because I started practicing mindfulness. Otherwise, I can tell you, maybe I could be a higher executive. I wouldn't be married. I wouldn't mm. have a baby. And I was, uh, I, I would be very likely burned out. We never know what is going to happen, but I'm pretty sure that my life would be so different. My priorities has changed and how I take care of myself it has changed a lot. And how nice. the things I want to do and the impact I want to have, it has changed as well. What is important to me, my values. And this is mindfulness. There is no other reasons for that change because 
I think I'm sure that's the main thing, getting to know me about, getting to know me better and taking actions that are in line with who I am moment by moment. It may be changing tomorrow. That's okay. It's always something that we owe to ourselves, perhaps, right? At least uh, knowing why we react in a certain way, knowing why we are happier and happy in a certain moment, knowing, uh, you know, perhaps how to repurpose every day or every moment. Uh, and sometimes there is this feeling that many, many perhaps have in, uh, you know, just knowing that there is something, uh, but you don't understand what, right? Maybe something like at the end of the day, the feeling of incompletion, right? Or uh, at one point that you, you are in a special place and you're just, something wrong and nothing is, something is missing, right? Or, uh, or I would like something more. Anything of this kind of uh, unclarity in our day, in our feelings, this needs mindfulness to become more clear, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And the, the good thing is that this is our experience of meditators are practicing mm -hmm. mindfulness, right? But there are more and more studies that are supporting that. And I think this is key and that for me, it, it is the reason why I accepted to get closer to mindfulness. If there were no science behind it, I would have said, this is not for me. This is maybe for hippies, for, <laughs> for others, right? But not for me. This is not for mm. me. And I think it's so important because there are more and more studies that reflect that change that occur inside us, mm -hmm. inside me. It also has an impact outside. And I think this is magic, really. This is magic. Like knowing that I that by practicing meditation, by practicing mindfulness, I can take responsible choices, meaning um, like ethic decisions. Like I'm not gonna just judge someone as much as others would do by the color of their skin, by the, the, the sexuality, the, the, the gender the person is feeling, is having, right? Or, or whatever, right? I, I don't know how, how diversity and inclusion is very much linked to, to being aware of something. So mm -hmm. if I train my my mind, I can learn how to be aware of other things rather than the chat that is here in my mind all the time. So I think it's important taking those ethical decisions. There is a lot, a lot that is linked to our practice. I, I heard a story not too long ago about mindfulness being brought to a, a prison system. And they went through a six, seven, eight week course. And afterwards, there was an increase in several markers. But the, the most profound fighting was what the prison guards said about the ladies. They said something changed in them, something changed in their eyes. It's as if they came alive. And I thought that was 
that was nice. So Estella, would you make some time for us now to lead us in a practice to maybe make us feel a bit more wow. alive, present <laughs> here? Yeah, let's, let's give it a chance. So looking at the body, noticing how I am seated. If I sit down, how I am sit, how how I how my body is. If I'm standing, also noticing the balance of the body, allowing the eyes to get close to avoid distractions and having a sense of how it feels going inside. I'm taking three deep breaths. Inhaling and exhaling. And allowing the breath to be now as it is in this moment. Observing the breath. Knowing that there is nothing that I have to do. That the breaths happen itself. Without requiring any action from me. Any special instruction. Noticing the sensation through the nostrils, maybe in the belly, in the chest. Pay attention to that part of your body in which the breath is more clear to you. And if there is any, any sounds, anything that happened that takes your mind, your attention from the breath, you can notice that is happening, that is there. When the mind is not paying attention to the breath, notice it and come back. Come back with kindness, rewarding yourself, saying, I have noticed. 
that my mind has wandered. And I decide to come back again, kindly to pay attention to my breath, to notice the body. How is the breath feel? How is the breath feeling in the body throughout, throughout all the body? From the head, to the toes, to the feet. From the feet, to the head. Noticing the sensation of the body from the inside with the breath. And allowing yourself to start moving, to move your head, opening your eyes in your own rhythm, your own timing. To connect with that that is around you, that is inside you. And thanking yourself for being present. for taking care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Stella. Thank you, thank you. Thanks to you. And uh, before before closing, perhaps I I, I wonder maybe we can uh, if you want to tell us a bit more maybe what is the activities that uh, or practice that you know people with the Spanish practice group can can take part in and they can find it in our calendar right so for all IBMers that are interested to maybe practice more with Estella or meet some of the practice leader there so what what is happening. Uh, there are things that are going on. There is an uh, ongoing MBSR program that, that is taking, I think the next one is in September, and now there is one that is going on. Um, there are some sessions uh, weekly that I lead, and uh, some activities that even if I go in, in leave of absence, I would like to to still support with the the IBM community, like uh, the activities with uh, Pitech. I I would love to support, and um, Patrick is aware of those. But in the in Spain now, I I guess the 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 thing will be doing some some things, but I'm not sure how many. On, on top, 
of the courses. The eight-week courses are gonna are gonna be maintained. That I know. Mm -hmm. The ongoing practice. Uh, we need to check how to manage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Meanwhile, um, thank you so much for for sharing and also for the practice you're leading uh, within the community. Thank you for the practice also today. Um, Pat, anything you wanna close uh, our podcast? Oh, just uh, mucho gracias. Much love and presence to both of you. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everybody. And thanks for you to you both to make this happen. Really, it's an important initiative that I feel so happy and so thankful about. And that, so you know, I'm spreading the word of, of this magic that you are both creating, really. This means being a leader, being leaders, and you are both. Thank leaders. you. And uh, thank everyone for listening, and see you in one week from now with more practice, more mindfulness, and happy week. Bye. Bye bye. Adios. Thank you.